Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hang of a D's episode 80. I'm your host, D's. With me as always, Dylan. It is Sunday morning, almost time for the noon kickoff game. So we're going to do our kind of normal thing. A little pregame preview and discussion, and then we'll go and watch the game, come back and talk about the game we watched, talk about other games that we saw, and then probably fill in with the rest of the news of the week. Although we'll probably have to get to one story, which is taking quite a turn. But uh, being so we are a Steeler-oriented show, we'll kick off with that. Our beloved Pittsburgh Steelers, hot on a three-game win streak, are at home today to take on the winless 0-8 Detroit Lions. And my fucking weekend got ruined last night around 6.45 when the news came out that Ben Roethlisberger uh, had symptoms and decided to report himself because he's a good guy. Fuck that. Just play. Anyway, <clears throat> tested positive. He is, in fact... Uh, Being told no's never stopped in the past. <laughs> I am so sick of hearing about that because to this day, like, the haters still bring it up. Like, come on. It was what, 2006, seven, something like that? Like, <sighs> drunk dick regret, and it just never goes away. Anyway, <clears throat> so yeah, Ben's out. Mason Rudolph makes the start. <sighs> You're getting... I wasn't feeling great about the game before last night for the simple fact that Detroit, despite being 0-8, has been really close mm-hmm. several times. Most of their games. So. Yeah, and, and we saw, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, where they were pulling out like all the stops with a surprise onside kick, a fake punt. Like, I mean, how desperate are they going to be today? Yeah. Especially now that Ben Roethlisberger is out. Uh, Chase Claypool also out with the toe. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they initially feared that that was going to be season ending. But oh, now... No, it's basically a, a week-to-week thing. What will that mean? Well, it could mean we might see Anthony Miller suit up for the first time since we picked him up a couple weeks ago. Uh, I thought he heard he wasn't going to. Did you? I That's well, according to my brother. Fuck yeah. are they going to have? Juju's out. Claypool's out. <clears throat> that leaves us Deontay. Oh. Got a bubble in my throat. That's yeah. not weird. Uh, leaves us Deontay, uh, James Washington, mm-hmm. who, if we're going to have two receivers that are going to play a lot when mm-hmm. Mason Rudolph is, is in, 
those are the two guys I want because those are the two guys that he targeted quite often, and he played college ball with James Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we have Ray Ray. Not really, you know. Right. Uh, help me out here. I'm blanking. Oh, Co- Cody White. Or Col- yeah, Cody White, I think yeah, his name Cody is, White. who hasn't, you know, done a lot. So I, I would almost... I can't see how Anthony doesn't at least suit up and gets, you know, gets a game. That's just from what I heard last night. I don't know. But anyway, but yeah, like I said, I wasn't feeling great about it before last night. And now it just screams trap game. Mm -hmm. At least it's at home. It's at home. It is at home. And the loss of Ben is going to, uh, basically force more a more balanced attack although we've been pretty balanced the last couple of weeks so it might might be unbalanced the other way i think we see a heavy dose of Najee, a heavy dose of screens mm. um and that could bode well detroit is not great against the run so um and obviously after last week the way kendrick green got his ass kicked up and down the field by the bears defensive tackles we could use the extra work but we do still have our defense, so hopefully Jared Goff continues to do Jared Goff things, and mm-hmm. uh, they're not very good at protecting the passer. He's kind of a statue. Mm-hmm. Not so. good when you're playing our pass rush. Yeah. So who knows? Um, I'm still picking him to win. I think. Me too. Excuse me. What? Have you not listened to the show for like the last six weeks? You you are no longer. It's a trap game. Allowed yeah, it's to a do trap that. game. Uh, it's uh, Campbell. You know he has the Lions playing really hard. I think this is finally the week that they get the win. Thank unfortunately, you. do I have to write it down and put it in front of your microphone every week? <laughs> um, but yeah, it, I think we're gonna win. But I think it's going to be extremely uncomfortably close. Yeah. Uh, that that just. That seems to be the Steeler formula when we're playing bad teams, uh, whether it's on the road or at home. The difference typically is we win the uncomfortable close games at home and we lose them on the road. Um, that, As much as you can say about Tomlin and his record and this, that, the other, he lays eggs against bad teams, especially on the road. Yeah. So we'll see. Now, uh, moving forward, just going to quickly run through the rest of the games. Falcons, Cowboys, I think the Cowboys have to bounce back this I week. I think they will as well, yeah. Um, I think it'll be closer than the eight-point line. I think that's a little high because Atlanta is, again, uh, while they're sitting in four and four, they haven't looked horrible in, right. in any game that I can really think of. Um, so, yeah, but Cowboys, like I said, they need this one to shut all the naysayers up and – I think they'll they'll manage to uh, to grab the dub here. Then we got the Saints and the Titans. Saints, uh, if I'm not mistaken, are still going with Simeon. I believe Simeon, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Trevor Simeon. I don't know why when you said Simeon Rice came to my head. I'm like, uh-huh. What? Uh, but yeah, he retired and he changed positions. Uh, and of course, the Titans are without Derrick Henry. They will have Adrian Peterson and. I can't even remember they're running their backups name, I, but Saints got a tough defense. <sighs> I'm going to go with Tennessee only because it's at Tennessee. 
I think if this is in New Orleans, I think they could find a way. But I'm I'm gonna take the Titans here. Um, I'm gonna go with the Saints just because the Titans are coming off back to back great wins against great teams. I could see this do, being due for a letdown. Yeah, a, little, a yeah. letdown. Yeah. I could see it, but I'm wouldn't be shocked. Tennessee won by any stretch right. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm just and that's my main reason for taking them is they they're the home team. Jaguars, Colts, Jags coming off that unbelievable nine to six upset of the Bills traveling to Indianapolis. Uh, Jags coming in two and six, Colts four and five. Carson Wentz <clears throat> seems like he doesn't know which Carson Wentz we're going to get from week to week basis, but this week I think we'll see the better one. I agree. Colts get the win. Uh, Browns, Patriots. This one's uh, very interesting on a lot of fronts. Patriots are are one of the hotter teams in the league right now. Browns, uh, not so much. That while they looked great last week, post OBJ drama. Um, no Nick Chubb again due to COVID. I'm gonna go with the Pats. I am too. I I this just screams Belichick. And Baker Mayfield had a great week last week, <clears throat> but he wasn't going up against a Bill Belichick coach team. Right. So for that reason, I'm gonna say the Patriots <clears throat> are uh, are gonna squeak this one out by like three to four points, you know, one of those field goal games. Yeah. In New England, um, of course, weather shouldn't matter to the Browns anyway, but, and it's 47 degrees right now, so never mind that. So, yeah, we're both taking the Pats there. Then we got the Bills taking on the Jets. I got to think the Bills are going to bounce back big here. <laughs> um, Jets have Mike White back, so, yeah, I'm going to take them. Well, Mike White was amazing his first game. Exactly. He... That's why I'm taking the Oh, Jets. you're taking the Jets. Yeah, I'm going to take the Jets. All right. Well, good luck with that. They're starting Mike White. I have nothing to worry about. <laughs> are you? On... I might put my whole paycheck Are, are on you it. on the bandwagon now, the Mike White's the greatest quarterback in the history of the world thing there? Yeah. It seems to be. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, Bills. Y- anyway. You're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> Bucks taking on Washington in Washington. Nice little 45-degree day there, but again, this is Tom Brady. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, they get to, I think they get the win here. Ugh. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I mean, there's part of me that's like, well, maybe the football team's going to, you know, remember what happened in the playoffs last year and try and get revenge. I nah. did, did you see the Bruce Arians quote? Mm-mm. When all the speculation about OBJ was going around, uh, somebody in his press conference asked him about, you know, any chance you guys pursue OBJ. And he said, no. He goes, I got AB. OBJ is too many letters. (laughs) (laughs) In other words, what he was saying was, no, I've already got one complete fucking head case of a wide receiver. I don't need a second one. Everything I'm hearing out of Cleveland, he wasn't the problem. So I, I uh, he I probably think that might wasn't until the whole video because there's no way in hell, in my opinion, there is no way in hell OBJ's dad did that on his own. Have you seen the Mahomes family? Yeah. Okay. Well, that kid's just fucking stupid, and he's a kid. We're talking about a fifty to sixty year old man. A, what the fuck are you doing on Instagram? But B, like, no. Do you think he's perusing YouTube, finding videos of he didn't OBJ find it. break? The, Someone 
sent it to him. Well, either or... way, I'm telling you, that was... He was the fall guy. I'm sure he was a more than willing participant, but an agent or somebody said, look, Pops, do us a favor. Let's get this ball rolling. Post this on your Instagram. Don't buy it at all. I, abs- I You couldn't convince me otherwise. Okay. Why would... I mean, we see it occasionally where a family member does some shit on social media that they shouldn't. But still, something like this, I'm just telling you, I think it was complete setup. Quick divergence here. If I ever get famous, I don't know what it would be for, but if I ever get famous, I'm going to need you to go ahead and delete Twitter. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, I'm going to need you to. Okay, then I'm going to give you the Aaron Rodgers treatment. You'll never see me again. (laughs) Win-win. Fuck you. (laughs) I don't even really post all that much on Twitter. I just read the shit. All right. So. Anyway. Uh, both taking the bucks. I could just see you picking fights with trolls on Twitter. Oh, so. quick, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I have some. I mean, I'd do it in your honor. I, I, I'm good. Don't need you to do that. Be all right. Uh, that's what family's for, man. All right, got cool. your back. Okay. Are you taking the fucking bucks or not? Who are they playing? Oh yeah, they'll take the bucks. Oh Jesus. Anyway, sarcastically. <sighs> Moving on into the late games, Panthers, Cardinals. Uh, which leads us to first big story of the day. Mama, I'm coming home. Cam Newton finally has a team, although he won't play today. Uh, they will be going with uh, superstar P.J. Walker. Hey, who's the MVP of the XFL? Shut up. Was he? I never heard of him. The league fell apart, you know, COVID, but he yeah. he was far and away the best player. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't do shit last week. But nah, I know. Anyway. Cardinals. Um yeah, yeah, Cardinals. Even if Cam was there, I'm taking the Cardinals. They are. Is Murray just, back yet? Uh, I believe so. Okay. I believe him and DeAndre are, are both okay. expected to play today. Um, that being said, what is your, you know, quickly, what are your thoughts on Cam going back? I mean, it's it's cool, I guess. I mean, I don't think the it's going to help them much, to be honest with you. I mean, I think it's going to help them a little compared to if they went with PJ Walker. Sure. You know, does I'm not going to I'm not saying oh well now they're a Super Bowl contender, but in this expanded playoff format, they got a shot. They could squeeze in at 9 and 7 or 10 and 7. They could, I don't think they will though. It's yeah. I, I mean, I, it's possible. The NFC is pretty wide open after Arizona Green Bay and especially considering that it, according to reports Matt Rule kind of has a foot out the door he's looking to go back to college so yeah I mean like I said I could see him squeaking in the playoffs because you got the four top teams uh, in Arizona Rams um, Green Bay and Dallas I would say are Arizona and Rams are in the same comp division. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not even talking about. I'm just saying those of the of the NFC. Mm-hmm. Those are the four teams that I think are leading the way. Mm-hmm. Agree. Just well, Tampa too. But yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck. I forgot. I was gonna say yeah. that's why. Okay. I was like, so why those five you... teams. Other than that, the rest is kind of a potpourri of could bees and might bees and yeah won't bees. 
So mm. they could squeak into that six or seven slot. That's all I'm saying. Could. I don't think they're going to go much further than that. But the main thing for Cam on this is he has to, for himself, blow it up. Like, come out and show that he can play. And then he might get paid next year. I don't think he will. I don't know. He's got more offensive talent around him on this team than he ever had when he was in Carolina and certainly than when he was in New England. He's got better receivers than Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. He's got a healthy Christian McCaffrey. I'm just saying the potential is there, that if he's going to show something, this is one of his better opportunities that he was going to get this year, short of going to a stud team that loses, you know. He did lose his job to a rookie quarterback in training camp, though. I still think a lot of that had to do with COVID, and nobody will ever admit it, but not necessarily that he was unvaccinated, but the whole debacle with him getting it or whatever, I, I think that had a lot of, lot to do with them. Okay. And Mac Jones was Maybe. playing well, and I think it was, look, let's just avoid the headache, turn it over to the kid, rely on our defense, and hope he comes around, and it's working out for them. Yeah, I don't think it was necessarily that Mac Jones was head and shoulders above it was when Cam missed that whole week of work. That's when they really got a good look at Mac Jones. It was like, I think we can ride with this kid. and Maybe. We'll see. I mean, time, time will tell. Uh, obviously, it's not going to start this week because he won't be playing. But right. this is his, his chance to prove that he can still play in this league. Yeah. Did you see that meme I shared that Panthers aren't just paying Cam Newton their no, uh, the Panthers are paying Cam Newton's replacement, Cam Newton's replacement's replacement, and Cam Newton to replace his replacement's replacement. Yeah, which, yeah. When yeah. you think about it, it's 100% true and quite funny. Yeah. I personally hope he comes and balls out because I wouldn't be opposed to Cam in Pittsburgh next year <laughs> as our stopgap. If As a stopgap? Okay. Yeah, I'll not. I, I'm not saying sign him to a fucking six-year deal or anything, but... It could if he plays well enough with the talent he has and shows that he could walk into a team that has a lot of skill positions mm-hmm. and perform well enough to win when you have a lockup defense, I'm not against it. The next yeah. seven games will tell the tale. Right. Especially considering this QB draft class does not look good. No, not great at all. Um I mean, Spencer Rattler was supposed to be the first overall pick, and he's a backup. Looked like he... So... Yeah. There's a kid out of Pittsburgh, too, though, I guess. Yeah, and from what I'm hearing, we've kind of been keeping our eye on him as well, but... Well, you know, last time there was a first-round quarterback to come out of Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh turned it down. It didn't work out so well. Yeah. It was Dan Marino. I know. I I know. I'm telling the audience. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. I'm sure they thank you as well. Anyway, moving on. Vikings, Chargers, in Cali. Um, Not that it matters. The Chargers haven't had a home game in several years. Right. (sighs) Seems like Justin Herbert is kind of back on track after faltering a little bit. Yeah. uh, It'll be a close game, I think. Dalvin Um, Cook's got a little bit of uh, baggage in his headspace as to whether or not he beat the shit out of his girlfriend. Oh, that's right. That's right. Her wife or whatever she is. Right. Um. Yeah, I'll go with the Chargers. I, 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 I think. Yeah, I'm picking the Chargers and hoping the Chargers win. Uh, 
so they don't feel so desperate next week. Oh, all right. Yeah. Spoiler alert, Pittsburgh plays Chargers next week. Uh, then we got the Eagles and the Broncos in Denver. That's a game I want to watch twice. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, let's go with Denver. Just because, yeah, I... Philly's so up and down. Well, so is Denver for that matter. Yeah. I mean, Philly's coming in three and six, Denver's five and four. Um, but both of those teams have shown two completely different sides on many different occasions. Denver is a one point favorite. You know, what? I'm going to change mine. I'm going to go with the Eagles just because I think it's going to be a letdown for the Denver after last week. I'm going to agree with you. Going to agree with you. All right, then Seahawks and Packers. Return of the QBs. Yes, both Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are full go today, um, which is good news for my fantasy team, but it doesn't matter because they're pretty much done anyway. Uh, what place are you in? I don't know. Oh. Close to last. I'm like bottom. I don't even know. I'm I, in the bottom three. That's all I know. It's bad. I know. I'm not doing great either. Um, I'm going to go with the Packers. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to come out all that rusty. You know, the I guess the only factor could be does he have lingering effects from from being sick? But I I I got Green Bay. It's fucking snowing like hell up there right now. The field will be fine because it's covered by a tarp. But still, uh, I I think it's going to be fine. I don't know. It says it's 32 degrees. We'll see how old Russ's hand is feeling mm-hmm. um, after he had surgery. Am yeah. I not mistaken? Um, and when it's cold, anytime you've had any kind of trauma or surgery, it's just a little bit colder and maybe it'll affect him. I think Green Bay in a close one here. I'll go with that as well. Then we got the Chiefs and the Raiders. Have you seen the memes going around? It's been four days since our last incident for the Raiders. That's yeah. pretty good. Uh, um, Deshaun Jackson making his Raider debut today. Chiefs still not looking great. You know, I'm going to go with Kansas City. Uh, this might be the game. Their biggest rival, primetime. Uh, part of me wonders if this is finally the week where they – Flip the switch and figure yeah. some shit out. Yeah. Because, I mean. Both coming in. Well, Chiefs are 5-4, and four, Raiders are 5-3. and three. I'm going to take the Raiders. They always seem to split. Even when one of them is bad. They just, this rivalry. They, then why didn't you pick Kansas City? Because it's in the in the Raider eh, in Las Vegas, but huh. you said they always split. Oh, have they already played? Mm-hmm. Raiders won. Oh, did they? I believe so. Yeah, you can check that. Just to be on the safe side, but pretty sure. Um, and you, sir, are wrong. I am wrong. They lost to the Chargers. Okay, my bad. I'm going Raiders. Okay. In December, I think the Chiefs will smoke them. So, yeah. I can see that because it's going to be in KC in December yeah. and you're playing a Vegas team. Yep. All right. 
And then Monday night, the other big story of the week, OBJ. And if you remember, I sat right here just a few days ago and gave you all the reasons why the Rams would not be in the OBJ sweepstakes and pretty much stuck it in my ass. So I was right. Yeah. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Good thing that they did that, though. (laughs) Yeah. Like, when it first happened, my thought process was, look, Deshaun Jackson just cried his way out of the team because he wasn't getting enough balls thrown his way. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen with OBJ? Like, it would have been the same scenario because as we were sitting here and we were listing all of their weapons... Mm -hmm. You know, you've already you had Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. We forgot about Van Jefferson, who's really kind of coming into his own as that third guy. So I was I was kind of questioning, like, why? I mean, a the Rams are fucking throwing every chip they have on the table. Mm-hmm. And by the way, that was why I thought they'd pick up LBJ. Uh, yeah, but I just I don't know. I would have thought they would have gone. If they were going to do some kind of move like that, I thought it would have been for a running back. Because right, that, I would say that's their Achilles shakiest heel. position. Um, but yeah, they said, fuck it. Come on over. And Isn't it funny how the Rams are just like, first round pick? Never heard of her. Yeah. They're just, they're getting rid of every fucking first round pick they can. Yeah. And fuck them so picks. far, it hasn't paid off with the Super Bowl. And it better really soon because... When some of these guys start retiring, you're going to have to rebuild, and it's hard to rebuild when you don't have any draft picks. Right. So they're all in, and they better cash out. That being said, it all went away when on Friday during a quote-unquote walkthrough, Robert Woods tore his ACL, and he's out for the year. So now OBJ thrust into the spotlight will probably play Monday night he is. They already confirmed it. Yeah, and they probably would have brought him along much slower, but it, now it's <laughs> here. You go. Here's here's your route tree. Learn yeah. it. Live Stafford, it, love it. Calls the play in the and says, "OBJ, you're doing this." Yeah, pretty Curl, much. deep, deep out, all that stuff. So, so uh, it's going to be an interesting dynamic. I mean, clearly, this is the best quarterback OBJ's ever played with. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No. Uh, Eli at even at his, his yeah, he had Eli at the end, you know, when Eli wasn't quite. Eli was decent, I think, is OBJ's first two years. But yeah, then he fell but I think cliff. a lot of that was OBJ making Eli look better than he did. He, Eli had his good years, but uh, I would never put him at an elite level. Right. Um, where I, I would say Stafford is an elite level quarterback mm-hmm. who just wasted away on a subpar team for a long how time. happy does he have to be oh my god go to a team where it's like we're doing everything to win it's like oh my god he, he probably jerks off in his rams uniform like yeah. this is just the greatest thing ever yeah i, I that's all I, all I can think of he's he's got he's like wait a minute you're telling me i have receivers and a defense and a coach and a coach holy shit yeah yeah, yeah he is very very happy um I'm trying to think. Rams, by the way. For the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rams, yeah, over the, the over the Niners for yeah. sure. There was something. Wasn't there something else football-wise we were going to talk about? Pro football. Gruden suing the league. Oh, yeah. I think he's got a case. 
I do too. I mean, I don't know how they're going to present it, but it just really seemed like conspiracy. Something, yeah. yeah. You could tell they they released the the first email or whatever, and it's almost like the Raiders didn't do anything about it. So NFL's like, oh, oh yeah. Well, watch this. Here's the rest of them, right? Uh, showing what a douchebag he is, and I won't necessarily agree with anything he was saying, but I yeah. I, I was yeah no. I don't necessarily think it was something that needed to be leaked when we're talking about ten years ago. Yeah, that these emails were like, why are you digging into this man's career um, long after the fact when there would have been nothing? You just you don't talk about it. Maybe you call him into the office. Say, look, John, this is what we found. Yeah. We we don't want to hear or see this kind of language from you now that you are officially a member of the NFL. Right. And it dies there. But instead, they went, threw it out the back door and let the New York Post or whoever it was run with it and expose it to everything. And it basically forced the Raiders to do what they had to do. Right. So it's a good sleazeball lawyer can can take that ball and run with it. Right. Um, there's a show on Snapchat has those little shows on their app and there's one I hate watch called keep it might as well be called the social justice hour. Cause it, every it, it damn near seems every single episode is who should we cancel this week? And they talked about Gruden and one of the hosts said something that like, I hate how whenever something like this happens, they immediately have to go to the black people that know them and ask them what like their experience was with him. Like, why does that matter? He said what he said. I'm like, but if Mike Tirico says I worked with him for years and he was always really cool to me, that is kind of, yeah, that that's sort of a words and actions type deal. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't see the, like I've said several times, probably more so on the Eldonzo and D's show than I've said on this one, but you, will have a hard, 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 hard time finding a single American person in this country, alive or dead, that has gone their entire life without having quote-unquote racist thoughts or words. Even if it's just joking. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's... I've had this thought before, too, when... Actually, Don on me years ago. Remember the Jonathan Martin situation? He got bullied out of the Dolphins and Richie Incognito. He was saying some shit and whatnot. Yeah. I had heard Richie say, like, look, all these, the shit I was saying were, like, jokes, man. Like, there's a big difference between saying something verbally where you can tell by tone of voice, I'm fucking around, and reading it. Right. I have heard Jim Jeffries say that, too. Who's oh, for sure. Who's a really I mean, dark comedian. Yeah. He said, my jokes do not make for a good read. No. You read them, and they're like, holy shit. Well, like, okay, you and I are both pretty sarcastic assholes. Yeah. And you, you can't, like, when you and I are texting, we already have the sarcasm filter on. Yeah. Looking for it. But, like, if I'm texting, you know, somebody else and my sarcasm thing goes off and I start typing it and then I think, wait a minute. How's this going to read? Yeah, this probably won't. This sounds like I'm an asshole. Not yeah. I'm just being, you know, a sarcastic prick. Right. Um, so, yeah, a lot of that. And even, you know, like, 
How many times did you or your brothers call each other fags growing up? A lot. Or us, like me or my brother, calling you guys. Yeah. You know, all the fucking time. It's like the, the South Park episode where they literally get the word fag redefined to describe Harley, Harley riders. Um, and it's, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it's something that everybody grew up that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially that word specifically. Like, we, I think we talked about this before. Fag and retard. Yeah. Those recently became words that you're not supposed to say yeah. anymore. When they were like everyday staples of, yeah. of our childhoods, especially mine. I mean, and probably for oh, the most no, part no, yours too. Oh, no, no, me too. too. Yeah. Uh, Matt Damon actually got a lot of people pissed off at him because he said that in an interview. He goes, look, I grew up in Boston. We call each other fags all the time. Yeah. It's like, I know, I know not to do that now, but yeah. I used to. And people are pissed because he used to say that. It's like, did you hear the PS to that? He just said, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Which I, goes back to my point of it is incredibly stupid for all these people to start digging up dirt on stuff that was said so long ago. Mm. And it'd be one thing if, you know, in these emails, John Gruden was like, I hate all N-words and they should be hung. Yeah. That's fucking racist. Yeah. But, you know, when he's insulting somebody with a racial remark or a gay slur, whatever, it's not that he hates those kind of people. It's just that's the way people talked. We also don't have any context to most of Exactly. It. And he could have been fucking around. Yeah. Well, and these were mostly emails with his longtime friend, Bruce mm-hmm. Allen. Um, and, and so, yeah, how many times have we seen uh, shit? Wasn't Joe Burrow one of the ones where they dug up old, like, old, really Facebook. old tweets or Facebooks from when he was like 16 mm-hmm. and basically tried to cancel him? Like he's he was a kid. Yeah. You know, everybody You know I me mean? fucking times that on Xbox Live I've been called faggot and n-word and it's like yeah. you know, you can't just that's just the way people talk to other people and it's just a go-to and I don't know. It just gets kind of old when when they're trying to do this kind of shit. Yeah. I'll add a little PS to this when the second string of emails came out and Gruden got fired. One of the guys I work with is a Raiders fan and he's black. And I'm like, well, what do you think of this? He goes, well, look, I mean, what he said, you know, it's fucked up, but we don't, I, he shouldn't have gotten fired. I'll say that. I'm like, no. oh, okay. No, no, he resigned. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Quote, air quotes, heavy air quotes on the word resigned. Right. right. Um, yeah, it's it's a sad deal. It's a sad world we live in right now because, I mean, how many of us hoped you never, ever get famous for that simple reason? Like, It does scare me. Yeah. Yeah. Like if the, if the Pittsburgh Steelers called me right now and said, hey, Dan, look, we admire your football knowledge and we'd like you to come and be our head coach. I'd be like, I need a week. Yeah. <laughs> I need a week before you make any announcement because I'm going to hire whatever firm I need to hire to fucking scrub the internet Yeah, to make sure that they don't dig up some time back in 1998 when I called somebody a faggot on MySpace or something. You know what I mean? Like, right. So, AOL I am. Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore. 
Oh, I'm sure there's a server out there somewhere yeah. that has it, and there's some asshole who probably can get to it. Right. Um, I had this thought too, not only for that, but like, <clears throat> I don't know, porn too. People putting their nudes online and then regretting it. Mm. We should do that. Like every five years or so, just scrub the internet, shut it off completely, and then start from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, in South Park, they had Troll Trace. Mm hmm. Where, what, what was it, Denmark? Yeah. Yeah, where they invented this thing where you could literally log on and find everything anybody ever said on the internet. I don't think we're that far off Yeah, from, from something like that. Right. And I agree, there should be a purge. Yeah. Instead of being able to kill somebody, you can just, yeah, go ahead and purge my entire internet history, yeah. wipe my existence away, and we'll start from scratch on January 1st. Yeah. Like, just smoke it. It's Stop. not a bad idea for a movie where that happens, where someone leaks everyone's online history and just what the aftermath would be. Oh, that'd be a long move because there'd be a lot of severed relationships. Yeah. It's kind of like the Ashley Madison leak a few years ago. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. 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 Huh. Anyway. Yeah, interesting stuff. All right, well, we are uh, T-10, minus so we'll go ahead and break it here and come back after the noon games, break down the Steelers-Lions, and uh, then we got some other stuff to get into as well. Obviously, we're going to talk some college football and some other news and notes, so we'll be back. Yep. And I'm back. Dylan uh, is not with us. He, not because I killed him, but because he uh, had some things to do. And uh, quite frankly, I can't say that I blame him. While I don't want to completely uh, overreact, but my first initial thought was that was one of the worst games that I've personally had to sit through. Um, and there have been a lot in my uh, history of watching Steeler football. <clears throat> Ended it in a tie, as I'm sure you know by now. And uh, my biggest question is how and why Mason Rudolph has uh, managed to stick on this roster for four years now. Just absolutely abysmal. I realized the weather was bad. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to blame the entire debacle of that game on him. Um, there is a lot, lot, lot of blame to go around, but, um, yeah, for him to throw the ball 50 times, first off is, uh, even in an overtime game, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and all of them, or at least most of them, were, you know, short passes. Uh, although Najee did have 26 carries for 105 yards. Should have had a touchdown. It was called back on, uh, at best, a questionable holding call, but it's the NFL, so I'm not going to complain about that. Um, but, yeah, there there were, there's, like, plenty of blame. Plenty of fucking blame. Uh, first half, our rush defense was just, gone they i don't know what the hell they were doing i know the lions came out and ran a lot of 
uh, heavy uh, offensive line, which uh, means they had six and even on a couple of occasions seven offensive linemen out there, and we didn't have an answer for it, and they ran the ball down our throats the entire first half. Uh, we did manage to adjust and get it under control in the second half to a certain degree. And we were able to get a fair amount of pressure on Goff when he did drop back. I mean, Goff threw the ball 25 times and uh, only ended up with 114 yards. So we can't really blame the pass defense on this. And then the just critical, critical errors at the worst possible times, including the uh, roughing the passer call, which uh, questionable at best, but that would have been that basically negated an interception. And then Deontay Johnson on a great catch and run doesn't check his blind side, gets hit, fumbles um, in what would have been close to field goal range. And then as we're about to get into field goal range again, uh, rookie Pat Fryermuth makes a catch, gets hit, fumbles, and, and that's basically what led to the game ending in a tie. Uh, but it just so many either poor passes or areas where Rudolph's not throwing to a receiver. He's throwing to a spot, whether it's open or not. And honestly, it's a good thing that our receivers were there because they were more times than not just blanketed and they were able to at the very least stop it from being intercepted. Uh, and to his defense, uh, he was out there with Deontay Johnson, Ray, Ray, McLeod, McLeod and James Washington as his uh, main receivers, not exactly the uh, all-star team. Uh, with Chase Claypool being out. Ray Ray McLeod uh, was targeted 12 times, had nine catches, which is his career high, for only 63 yards. And Deontay Johnson had seven catches out of 13 targets for 83 yards, if, if that tells you the way our offensive game plan was, which was n not good uh, in any way, shape, or form. On top of all this, we lost cornerback Joe Hayden early in the second, I believe. But uh, James Pierre came in and played pretty well. Then we lose our two starting guards for a while. I believe one of them came back late, Trey Turner. Uh, but I never did see Dotson come back. He was actually carted off, which is not good news. T.J. Watt we lost uh, fairly early in the uh, third quarter. Did not return. It, it looked worse than I think it is. They're calling it a hip injury but it really looked more like a knee when it happened so I'm not sure what why they come out and said it was a hip maybe the knee felt fine and the hip did take a um, a little bit of damage there but it was enough that it kept him out of the game but that honestly at that point in the game our, our defense really stepped up Highsmith stepped up Cam Hayward stepped up and save for again a few just unbelievable costly penalties uh, I, I can't put a lot of blame on the defense in the second half. We had multiple opportunities in the second half to move the football and get some points on the board. And the bottom line is Mason Rudolph couldn't get it done. And if it wasn't, uh, if the question wasn't answered before it, 1000% is answered now that 
he is not the answer here. Um, we, we hoped he was and gave him a chance to show that he was a couple of years ago. And even uh, last year against Cleveland, he didn't have a horrible game, but wasn't great by any means. And today pretty much, in, in my eyes, should seal the deal that uh, it's time to move on from him. I'm not sure why they even re-signed him to the extension that they did. Uh, I was really kind of hoping that we would see Dwayne Haskins come in late just to see if he could provide some kind of spark because there just wasn't anything with, with Mason in there. Uh, nothing whatsoever. He did throw uh, one touchdown early. That first drive looked great. And then it kind of all went to hell after that. It, it really did. Um, Najee Harris, again, had a, had a pretty solid game. And then Kendrick Green, who just, like I talked about earlier, got absolutely demolished several times last week against the Bears. While he didn't get blown off the ball, this time there were at least, that I counted, four uh, horribly high snaps in the shotgun, one of which in overtime potentially cost us the game for the simple fact that it went so far over uh, Mason's head that him and Najee had to run back another 10 or 15 yards to recover it. And at that point, it's like third and 23. So, yeah, you're pretty much done at that point. And those snaps, like I said, four or five of them throughout the course of the game, uh, that's the only one that got away from Mason. There was one that went really high. Mason was able to kind of deflect it back to himself I don't understand maybe the wet football had something to do with it but uh, our offense relies heavily on that shotgun formation and he's had plenty of experience it's not like uh, you need to practice your snaps with a different quarterback it's the same thing you just you you snap it back there I played center in high school I, I did plenty of shotgun snaps and for somebody to have that many bad snaps this, you know, this point in the season, I, I don't know what the deal was. I don't know if he changed his technique, uh, but, but it wasn't good. wasn't good whatsoever. And all I can say is I really hope Ben gets over this COVID thing quickly or our season, what might be left of it is, uh, is over. And if, if Watt doesn't get healthy quick, it might be over anyway. And given our schedule coming up, again, might be over anyway. That one, you know, it's a tie, but it's still it that that's the most loss feeling tie I might have ever experienced or witnessed. Uh, Baltimore, which we didn't even talk about it in the the first half of the show, Baltimore dropping that game to Miami in spectacular fashion. We literally could have walked away from today with a share of first place. And now we're sitting there at five, three and one, and we're, we're still in the fight, but um, we really needed to put some distance between us and the, the other teams in the NF AFC North and a tie while it does gain us, you know, that half a game, it's still, that's a very ugly tie does not look good and I hate ties I we've talked about it on the show they have got 
to find a way to make these games end with a clear-cut winner or loser. These guys are professionals. Um, there, there should be no ties in the NFL. There just shouldn't. College got rid of them. I don't understand why the NFL can't either. Absolutely ridiculous. But such is life in the NFL. And uh, like I said, it's not a loss, but it, it's it just it feels like one. I'm not gonna lie; it definitely feels like one. Um, but it was it, we talked about it before the game. It was just it did not feel good with a dangerous 0 and 18. And I won't say dangerous, but you know those are the games that you know catch the sleeping and. Apparently nobody ever decided to wake Pittsburgh up because it was it was rough to watch. So we'll move on next Sunday uh, night, if I'm not mistaken, and play the San Diego Chargers. I'm sorry, L.A. Chargers. God, glad Dylan's not here to let me have it on that. Um, so, yeah, moving on. Other noon games uh, all long since have wrapped up Washington with the big shocker knocking off Tampa. So Dylan and I were both wrong on that one. Uh, Taylor Heineke, three or two fifty six and a touchdown. Gibson had two touchdowns rushing. Uh, but yeah, they, they managed to hang on. And the way they closed that game out with a 10-and-a-half-minute 19-play drive is uh, pretty spectacular. And that sends the Bucks to six and three, Washington three and six. Bills uh, bounce back huge after the loss to Jacksonville, uh, beating the Mike White led forty five or Jets forty five to seventeen. And I saw something funny on Twitter while we were watching the game. Somebody was calling him Mike White, and uh, I think it was Mike Golick Jr. tweeted, "No, he's Caucasian Michael today." And yeah four interceptions uh the last time i looked so maybe we can all get off the mike white bandwagon as the jets are uh unceremoniously brought back down to reality and the bills now sit at six and four six and three i'm sorry also in the doing us a favor category the new england patriots just decimate the Cleveland Browns to the tune of 45 to seven Baker Mayfield was knocked out in this game, uh, on a pretty brutal hit. So I'm not sure if it was the shoulder again, or if it was the ribs, um, did not see it. Just read about it on Twitter, but he got knocked out. Case Keenum came in. And, uh, at that point, the, the game was long since decided as Mac Jones, uh, pretty solid 19 of 23, for almost 200 yards and three touchdowns. And uh, Brian Hoyer even came in and threw a touchdown pass late um, in a game that was long since over. Cleveland, without Nick Chubb, um, couldn't even manage to chalk a 100 yards rushing as, again, just Bill, Bill Belichick, uh, love him or hate him, can game plan. And he game planned the shit out of this one, shut down Cleveland's running attack, Made Baker try to beat them, and then that's not a that's not how you beat Bill Belichick coach teams. And the Patriots rushed for almost 200 yards, so time of possession controlled the football. Usually win big, and that's what they did, 45-7, and that'll drop 
The Browns now down to five and five, while the Patriots are now six and four, and right there breathing on uh, Buffalo's neck. Uh, Colts looked like they were going to run away with it, but the Jags came back, made it a bit of a game. I believe last time I looked, it was twenty to seventeen, but the Colts get a field goal late in the fourth and uh, hang on to win that one, twenty three seventeen. They go to five and five as well. Saints Titans uh, game was a little closer than I thought, but the Titans uh, do manage to hang on. I, I believe the Saints had an opportunity to tie the game, but did not connect on the two point conversion. So the Titans win that one, twenty three to twenty one, and move to eight and two, uh, and that's now two in a row without. Derrick Henry that they have won so maybe uh maybe he wasn't quite as important to them as they thought as they are now figuring out other ways to win but again you're you're only winning a two-point game against a team led by Trevor Simeon hard to say Cowboys huge bounce back against the Falcons 43 to 3 and it was funny at one point the score was 28 to 3 uh, in favor of the Cowboys and the Atlanta Falcons official Twitter page tweeted and it was and I quote yeah we know so at least they have a sense of humor over there in Atlanta uh, but yeah 43-3 was the final that Cowboys bounced back in a uh, big way Dak Prescott has another nice game almost 300 yards and two touchdowns C.D. Lamb six catches 94 yards also two touchdowns and that will uh, wrap it up for the noon games. In the afternoon games, big shocker going on. Uh, last week, as well as Colt McCoy played in that big win for the Cardinals, uh, not going so well today as they trail in the second quarter, almost halfway through the second quarter, they trail the Carolina Panthers 20 to nothing. And Cam Newton not only was active, but has played and scored a rushing touchdown and has thrown a touchdown pass. He is not the starter. P.J. Walker is, is that. It seems like they have a uh, specific goal line package for Cam. And uh, like I said, it's good to see him come in and, and get some reps and uh, get some positive energy going. Arizona, uh, like I said, last week looked really good without uh, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. And in, uh, I misspoke again because it does appear that DeAndre is still out. And if he's not out, he has not been targeted yet. But they are uh, they got a long hill to climb right now, 20 to nothing to Carolina. In the big marquee matchup that everybody has been talking about, you got the returning Aaron Rodgers and the returning Russell Wilson, and they are scoreless after the first quarter. Eagles up early on the Broncos. Uh, it is now 10 to 6 as Melvin Gordon just scored a touchdown, so 10 to 7 probably coming. And the Vikings in a battle of field goals, 6 to 3 over the Chargers. And that's how we're looking so far. So. That's the way week 10 is going next week. Could uh, get pretty interesting. I don't know why this will not work. I'm trying to look at week 11. Yeah, week 11 
Sunday night, obviously, the Steelers travel to SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California to take on the Chargers. Big one going to be there. Patriots, Falcons, Colts, Bills could be a potentially good game. Ravens will play uh, in Chicago. Lions and the Browns. Texans, Titans. Packers, Vikings, Dolphins, Jets, Saints, Eagles, Washington, and the Panthers, Niners, Jags, Bengals, Raiders, Cowboys, Chiefs, potentially could be a very good game as well as the Cardinals, Seahawks, and then the Monday nighter between the Giants and the Broncos, or I'm sorry, Buccaneers. Uh, college football rankings, I was really kind of hoping Dylan would be here for this, but uh, current top four sits as Georgia number one, Alabama number two, Oregon, number three, and Ohio State has jumped into the top four with the Michigan State loss that we talked about. And Dylan didn't believe that Michigan State uh, would drop below Michigan because of the head-to-head, but the uh, committee felt otherwise. And Michigan now sits at six with Michigan State at seven and Cincinnati uh, at five. Oklahoma was number eight. But after they got knocked off this week, I would imagine they're going to uh, fall quite a ways and, and basically be eliminated from uh, possible contention with, with everything else that's going on uh, in college football. I believe uh, Wake Forest, I'm not sure if Wake lost this week or not. Uh, Oklahoma State had a pretty good win, so they could kind of slip up in there. And I don't know if they have a path, but uh, they'll at least probably... Uh, it around the seven or eight mark so we will uh probably talk a little bit more about that on our next show depending on what happens on saturday obviously we have uh the big michigan ohio state game coming up uh, ohio state actually plays michigan state so uh, that's the one where big things can happen and, and change there so All that being said, I think we'll go ahead and uh, wrap it up and I will go wipe away my tears, my tying tears. Uh, Yeah, that was that was pretty pathetic, but that is going to do it. We're uh, we'll be back at some point next week, probably uh, Sunday, like usual, and uh, just go for there. Dylan's not here. If he was, he would say bye bye. And I'm Dees. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time, folks. See ya. Mm -hmm.